This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Back with you, hour number two of the show underway. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. Look, and I'm just telling you, y'all been there, I've been there. Stuff happens sometimes, and sometimes it's worse than others. I've viewed some places in uh, Jones County and Covington County and Jefferson Davis County here recently that got slammed and just, I mean, place looks like a bomb hit uh, from the tornadoes that went through there back at Easter and, you know, that's the worst case scenario. You know, a lot of times we might have a fender bender or something happens to the roof at the house and uh, you need to get in touch with the right people. Well, when you're with Farm Bureau, your local agent's right down the street, like five blocks away. Like you see them on Friday nights at the game and at church on Sunday and at the restaurant. You know them and your kids are in school together and you pick up the phone and you text and they're there in five minutes and helping you out. And it's just that local touch, local what you want it's like it's like why you listen to this show why do you listen to the show well because it's local you know me <laughs> i know you we're talking about the same places and the same people and interested in the same things because we're local and that's the way it is and speaking of mississippi it's like c spire a great mississippi company you know c spire is putting in fiber internet in my neighborhood in tupelo because we got enough people that ask for it <laughs> it's just um local is the way to go no question about it Welcome in. Hour number two. Let's start it off right. Shall we? seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun. Two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to the Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yes, sir. Football. Now, I was just looking at my phone a minute ago. I was During the break, I was flipping through Instagram. And look at that. The uh, NFL put out their top 100 players. You had a bunch of former Mississippi State players in there. Let's see. Dak was the highest one, I think, at like maybe number 43. But you had a bunch of them. But how about this? They had Lamar Jackson at number one and Patrick Mahomes at four. Now, that's the way to get everybody to talk about your list is to wait until the last four, the top four spots, and totally foul it up and get people like me to take notice. Otherwise, I just keep scrolling, right? <laughs> that falls under that category of any publicity is is good publicity. Uh, on the college football front, the entire first hour, if you tuned in, thank you. If you're on the stream right now on Facebook or YouTube or Periscope, hi to y'all. Feel free to comment. I can see what you're saying here, and I'm going to get to some of that. Uh, but you know that we talked about this new SEC scheduling model. They put it out yesterday. It's going to be 10 conference games. That's it. No non-conference games. It will begin late September but even as of this morning, even the leaders in the league, the ADs, don't know who the other two conference games are. They already have eight with everybody. They're going to keep that. They're going to add two. Nobody knows who. They're working on it right now. If we get it this afternoon, we're lucky. I kind of doubt it. I imagine we'll get it on Monday, but we'll see. Here's a college football note for you. You know, I've been telling you all 
that the University of North Carolina is coming on. The Tar Heels are coming on in football. They are recruiting lights out up there under head coach Mac Brown, the former Texas coach. I've told you all that stuff before. How about this? On a Zoom call with media today, North Carolina coach Mac Brown says players will wear an extra shield with their helmets. And there's a picture of it there that you can see. So like a helmet where they normally have the kind of the face, the, 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 um, the shield that guards their eyes, some of them. But this is a shield down around the mouth part of the face mask as well that keeps spit and stuff from coming out. Interesting. So lots and lots of things are going to be different. Uh, let me go back here real quick to the text line and also on the uh, Facebook live stream back into the first hour when Kevin said, with the addition of two more SEC games, what matchup do you think is most interesting? What would you like to see? Uh, that is a fantastic question. And I would like to pose this to y'all as well. Uh, Marcus commenting on Twitter, several, so I know y'all are commenting on Twitter. Twitter's a good place to put your answers. Same thing on Facebook and on YouTube. If y'all are watching, type it in in the comments. I'll see it. Text me or call me. Text me on the Country Please and text line, Country Please and Sausage, on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. The best, hands down, Country Pleasing. It's 885-ESPN, 601 number 885-ESPN. Call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Call me at 995-1059. That's the uh, Divinity phone. I'd love to talk to you, hear your voice today. 995-1059. We're going to get to Fletch in just a sec, but before I, I do, real quick, speaking of the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, two locations, Madison and in Jackson, they are hiring right now. Two locations, Madison and Jackson. Highway 51 in Madison, Divinity Equipment. You can't miss it right there at Gluckstadt. Uh, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson over there in the Raymond area. You can't miss it on Spring Ridge Road. Divinity, two locations. They are hiring. Listen, y'all. Divinity is looking to hire a diesel technician. That's kind of their main need right now. They need to hire an assembly technician. They need to hire a service writer. And they also need to hire a sales associate. Ag sales, turf sales, construction sales, they are hiring at Divinity. Hit them up. You can find the contact information at DiviniEquipment.com. Their phone number, it's a 601 number there, obviously, is 859-0020-859-0020. They are looking to hire. Fletch is hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. What's up, Fletch? All well. Glad y'all are too. Good. Hey, yeah, hey we first things first, y'all got that ranking list wrong for Indianola. We did. What do, so we my list was number they're famous for number one, BB King, number two, Indianola Pecan House, and number three, you. What did I get wrong? So you can you can eliminate number three or my name on number three. Okay. Um the Crown Restaurant award winning catfish pate uh, recipe from there. Okay. The Blue Biscuit across from the BB King Museum, Nola Restaurant. The Blue Biscuit's a, a, a restaurant and water and hole. Uh, and then, last but not least, Double Quicks. Wait a okay. minute. Wait a minute, Fletch. 
You said the catfish were having a pate. <laughs> he said a catfish party, but he said pate. They did. He said pate. <laughs> they did. A whole slew of them. Yeah, I bet. <clears throat> but it's actually a it's a dish called pate, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, potato, potato. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, um, I'm, look, I'm doing the best I can now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm trying my best to seem cultured right now. Doing your best, Dan Quayle. Huh? <laughs> You're doing well. Yeah, uh, there's culture and there's agriculture. Um, <laughs> That's it. So, so, so double quick. Uh, familiar with those uh, convenience stores? They uh-huh. started there. Really? Um, That's cool. Last but not. Yep, they started there. Still there uh, with the Greshams. Uh, but also, uh, if you're going to put a, a another person on that list besides BB, it wouldn't be me. It'd be uh, my father, grandfather, uncle with Fletcher Brothers Farms, and my mother. Those folks uh, a lot better off, a lot better than me. So great. We'll go with that. Okay. Hey, the thing I wanted to say though is talking about attendance in stadiums, and obviously nobody knows because Tanner and Bjork said two different things. They did. But whatever they say today could change in a week. Mm-hmm. If, if the games are a month away and uh, the spikes go down, they could say 50%. Spikes go up, they could say 10%. So it's, it's going to change. But the interesting thing that's going to be is, let's say it's it's at 10%, whatever the number is. How do they decide who that 10% of the people are? Right. It's bound to be related to their donation mm-hmm. and, and their contributions. And let's say... All those people, all those big donors that qualify, make it into the into the to the tournament. Uh, all their seats are on the fifty yard line. Right. We're gonna have to social distance. Mm-hmm. So is it gonna be first come first server of those that, that that are eligible to get in to get to the fifty? And could some of those people be sitting on the ten yard line and not be happy? Yeah. It's well, gonna be very very interesting how if. They get to go in the stadium. Well, and Fletch, look, in reality, Fletch, and and we can all sit here right now and and go, hey, in a perfect world, we don't complain about what seat we get. We're just happy to be in there. But but in reality, even in this situation, I think what you're saying is we should probably remember that the big donors who have those skyboxes and those 50-yard line tickets, if they're not – if they get moved down to the corner – they're going to look down at those people who are at midfield and go, well, huh, I guess I'm not as important as so-and-so down there because he got to stay at the 50. Yep. I mean, and, and there's ego. Yep. And, and they, may allow those, they may allow those folks in first come, first serve because everybody's got a 50-yard line ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, so that means those guys are going to go into the vault or, or Davis Wade, you know, five hours before the game in the September heat. No, I doubt it. no, <laughs> no. They might prefer to just watch it on a TV in the Grove. Yeah, but I've heard that's already been said. It's going to be closed. Yeah, I, I, close I haven't out. heard that officially, but I've, I've heard it. It was. But yeah. Who knows? Because that's who nothing knows? official. Well, like you say, it changes day to day, week to week. So we'll just keep our ear to the ground. How about this, Fletch? Just keep listening to my show, and I'll fill you in. How about that? <laughs> uh may just happen. Oh boy. Thanks for the call. As long as you got JB in there. Oh yeah, he's he's not going anywhere. We've got him locked up. Yeah, thanks man. In a good way. We've got him locked up in a good way. I don't want anybody getting the impression that we locked JB in there so that he can't get out. No. 
he's there because he wants to be so far. <laughs> Absolutely. Wouldn't be anywhere else right now. Right. Me neither. Uh, if you could choose a matchup, since we're adding matchups, if you could choose an SEC matchup to watch, what would you choose? Big Cat over here watching on Periscope says Florida, Alabama. That's right after on YouTube. Switchblade 13 said Bama, Florida. A lot of people want a shot at Florida, including Rick on Facebook, who wants to see Mississippi State at Florida, except he wants to see State host him again. <laughs> yeah, we want to see that one. Um, Sven, who's watching in, in uh, Germany, says, I want to see State compete with Georgia and Florida as extra games. If you want to be one of the best, then play the best. I'm that way, too. You know, I was thinking about it. Well, you know, sure would be great for anybody to put Vandy on your schedule. Okay, fine. That's great. But, hey, look, I don't care who you put on there. Just put them on there. No matter if it's tough to me, it's going to be tough for everybody. And as we get closer and we start actually breaking down opponents and, and teams based on starters, if they're healthy and that kind of stuff, then um, State's going to have a hard time. Teams that have young teams, new coaching staffs, and new quarterbacks are going to have a tough time with this. And I know they get extra practice leading up to it, but the practice is not going to be the same. People are really high on LSU. I'm not. Why? Well, because they have a new quarterback, and they're replacing like 17 guys that went to the NFL. They're talented. They recruit at a really high level. They are super talented. Yes. But you're going to take a new quarterback and all that unproven, unexperienced talent and just run them out there, for a, and they're going to play 10 SEC teams, and it's supposed to go well? Given everything that's been missed and the abnormality of all this, the teams that are going to have an advantage in this are the older teams, the veteran teams, with established coaching staffs and established systems. And the teams, the older guys who are on the team already know the terminology. They've already done it before. Texas A&M, just saying. Over 70-something lettermen back from last year's team. Veterans all over the place. They all know the system. Uh, True Maroon on the Country Pleasing text line said, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched Dude Perfect or not, but it's the guys that do the trick shots. Anyway, Dak will be on their next episode and as a fan of the show for years, I'm pumped. True Maroon, I saw that on Instagram. Dak posted on his Instagram stories of behind the scenes, and they were beside a swimming pool. Hey, and JB, there are these guys in the pool, and apparently like, it's going to be one of these things where Dak's throwing a football, and they have to catch it in the pool or some trick shot type of thing. And Dak was like asking them. off the diving board or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. And Dak was asking them. Okay, how much heat do you want it? Like, how hard do you want me to throw it, you know? <laughs> and then it turned off. Like, it was a great tease. So, I've never watched the show, but if I'm... I, if I'm running off the diving board and you're throwing me the ball, I want a little air under it. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want you to drill it to me. The completion off the diving board is always tricky, though, because you don't know how much jump is going to be there for the person. Are they, are they just running straight off the end of the diving board? Are they going yeah. horizontal? Are they going to bounce up off the diving board? Because if you jump up with some spring and I throw it near your feet, you're never going to catch it, you know. So 
There's a whole lot it's of also pretty good if you don't like the person going off the diving board. You, oh. got, you got pretty just free shot, right? Yeah, you can tattoo them for sure. Put put <laughs> Wilson right across their fat hairy belly. Wilson, right there. Wilson. Green Ochre on the Country Pleasing text line wants to see Ole Miss versus Georgia. I want to see Ole Miss versus Tennessee. You know why, don't you? Tennessee hates Lane Kiffin. Hate him. They ain't no and and it's not the hate is reciprocated, I believe. I want to see that one. I want to see uh yeah, I'd like to see Florida versus Alabama. That would be great. I'd be in for Kentucky and Vanderbilt. But they already play, so I'm yeah, that's disappointed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see Mississippi State get to add Florida. Yeah, that's what I'd want. I hope that happens. Okay, uh, this is totally out of context, but a little bit ago on Twitter, I don't even know why I did this before the show, but I posted this. I was reading something, and it just sparked a memory, so I tweeted it. My top five Nickelodeon shows of the 1980s, number five, Bell and Sebastian, number four, Inspector Gadget, number three, Double Dare, number two, You Can't Do That on Television, and my number one favorite Nickelodeon show from the 80s, Mr. Wizard's World. And so White Denzel on the Country Pleasing Text responded, his list goes like this. Five, you can't do that on television. Four, Mr. Ed. Three, Double Dare. Two, Inspector Gadget. And number one, Hey Dude. I forgot about Hey Dude. So there you go. There's our trip down nostalgia lane. Back to football. Brown Hornet, Country Pleasing Text Line, says, Matt, in light of the question I rescind my earlier text, I would like to see Mississippi State and Florida would make for high-rating game and would be interesting. And no doubt it would. Here's a question for y'all. Do you think the SEC, when it is looking as we speak right now, they are meeting as we speak right now virtually to figure out what the two additional games are for everybody, are they factoring in travel distance? Yes, indeed. Absolutely, I agree. That was one of Saban's uh, points about the reason that that the uh, rivalry games were not included in the schedule because of, he said, uh, and I quote, this is the best option to keep our players safe and to keep the integrity of the game. Integrity. You you limit travel, then you're limiting the amount of exposure that could happen. Exactly. So, why, so, why would there even be a scenario where we would even discuss Florida playing Texas A&M or South Carolina playing Texas A&M. They may play each other already. Is that the permanent cross division for them? Didn't they try to pass that one off? You know, they call it a cross division rivalry. But, like, that's not the right word for it. Yeah, they play at South Carolina every year because that's not a rivalry. They're just, again, that's the cross division permanent game that, that the SEC is is. Forcing down the throat of Texas A&M and South Carolina because they say we've got to do that so that Alabama and Auburn can get what they want. And so their big money people and decision makers can get what they want, and that is hold the rest of the league hostage on this scheduling thing so that Alabama can play Tennessee every year and Auburn can play Georgia every year. That's why it happens. And then they'll tell you, oh, cross-division rivalry game, permanent cross-division rival, Texas A&M and South Carolina – 
farthest away from each other and don't care one bit about playing each other every year. Stupid, 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 and hypocritical is what it is. I hope it goes away forever. It's the dumbest thing. The, le- the league is the best at everything. They've got The SEC has the biggest stadiums, the best coaches, the best athletes, the most fans, the best fans, the most beautiful campuses, the most the prettiest money. Girls. The prettiest girls. Amen. We married them, didn't we, JV? Yes, indeed. The <laughs> SEC has the best everything. It has the dumbest schedule rotation ever devised in major college athletics and has shoved it down everybody's throat for years and they've done it for hypocritical reasons that's how i feel about it how do you really feel man but texas a&m so from the travel distance jb they're not going to put texas a&m playing florida i don't think so either all right so uh let's see here they're going to put missouri on Texas A&M schedule. Heck, you might even be able to bust that trip. They're going. I'm not to really put, sure I'd be interested in that game. They are going to put Vanderbilt on Mississippi State's schedule. You might even be able to bust that trip. Probably could. Everything I've read said they're going to put Vandy and Georgia on state schedule. Okay. Okay. You can drive. I don't know it. how true that is. You yeah, know. you can definitely drive it for sure. You know they're going to put. You could do Florida, Alabama. I mean, that's that's a that's a heck of a that's a heck of a run. They may put Vandy on Alabama's schedule. You could bust that one too. Auburn's already got Georgia. Who else would they put? Florida and Tennessee. Yep. So they're gonna they're gonna factor in how close can we get these so that if they do have to get on a plane, they're only on there for forty five minutes. Hour two, stick around. What up? Rolling along with you here on a Friday. Welcome into Friday. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team. The Farm Bureau insurance across the great state of Mississippi. The countdown of 100 teams is coming up. We got team 36 going to readjust it next week because the season got pushed back but today we'll do team number 36 it's a uh, sec team an sec team with a great fight song can't wait for that so that's coming up put that uh, on your to do is to stick around for that i think you'll enjoy it jb is here i'm here most importantly you're here we really appreciate you listening tuning in every day and texting and commenting and everything hi to everybody on facebook periscope and youtube on the live stream uh, we've got a little ways to go with you, about another half hour on the live stream. And then for hour three today, we'll ask you to flip on over and, and listen to us. You can stream the show live at thezone1059.com or just get the iHeart Radio app on your phone. That's what I have on my iPhone from C Spire, just the iHeart app. And the very first time I ever got it and I opened it up, I searched uh, the zone 1059 or like 1059 Jackson, you know, or whatever, any of those keywords, 1059, the zone. You'll see it right away. You just click it once and hit the little heart, and now it's one of your favorites. And every time you open it up, it's there available for you. You just click it. You can listen live to the show, and we'll ask you to do that in hour number three. Uh, But still got a ways to go with you here on the stream, so uh, appreciate you tuning in. On the Country Please and Text line, if you'd like to text me, I'd like for you to do that. It's 885-ESPN-601, number 885-ESPN. 
let's see, Gator Nation says, make Georgia play LSU. Since they only play LSU and Alabama once every six years with their cupcake schedule. Georgia already has Alabama on the schedule this year, right? And and so Gator Nation, who says Georgia always has a cupcake schedule. Gator Nation says, put LSU on there. He wants them to see him play both those teams in the same year. Here's a now Gator Nation, not to rub things, not to rub salt in the wound. But you know, Georgia has been playing LSU and Alabama some. It's just been in the SEC championship game because they win the Eastern Division a lot. Here's a question for you. I'm looking at Alabama's schedule right now. Yeah. They were supposed to play USC in Arlington, and they got Georgia State, and their first SEC game on September the 19th was supposed to be the Kirby Smart Georgia Bulldogs. So my question I'm asking is that in this new schedule, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Will they still start off playing Georgia, yes. or will they revamp it? Well, they may reshuffle it. That's what we don't know, is there is a potential reshuffling of the order of these games. Does that make sense? It does. It does, because that would be a huge game to begin with. Oh, yeah, the first week? Well, yeah. if they open with Georgia, I mean, that's that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the season. Well, and don't you think, don't you think, like, like we're again we're speculating, JB, but like we're pretty certain that the teams they're adding to your schedule, number nine and number ten, there's going to be a travel distance factor and some of that. And they also already said they're going to do a strength of schedule and strength of opponent factor to try to even it out for everybody. Okay, well, two out of out of division games are Georgia and Tennessee. Okay, but what I was saying is. I think they also might consider when they reshuffle this and go, okay, well, now the first week is September 26th, and who are the week one games going to be? They're going to want to see somebody like Alabama-Georgia week one. Right. You know, because they're interested in TV, too. <laughs> big hype, big just like the game would have been if they played right. Arlington against SC. Yeah. And, and with a game like that, if that's in week one, you get three extra weeks of buildup for it. So I, I think all that probably is in play. Yes. So Alabama's already on Georgia's schedule, and they have Auburn in there as well, the permanent cross division. So if you were to add LSU, but see that's the thing about it. Again, Gator Nation. Look, I'm just picking on you. I really do appreciate you listening and texting. He's a big Gator fan. He's like, I want to see Georgia play LSU since they only play LSU and Alabama once every six years with their cupcake schedule. Hold on. Georgia played LSU this past year and lost in the SEC title game. Two years ago, they played Alabama, lost in the SEC title game. So they have played them a little bit. <laughs> Just uh, not a lot. Uh, B-Dog 2 on the text line says, I think 100% of the students who want to attend – should be able to get into the football stadium first. Even if they have to spread them out somehow, to me it is part of their college experience. Plus, they are usually the best fans, loudest, etc. Yeah, I mean, students. I don't know. I'd have to disagree with that. Why? I just, well, we, you talked about it last year on your show a couple of times, how the, the, the fans would leave at halftime, the student section would leave right. at halftime. 
You know, they'd have to go back and get refilled up. Uh, and, you know, you can't come back in once you've left. The other part of it is is um, students heretofore from all this COVID stuff have not shown that they're the wisest decision makers about the social distancing, the mask wearing, and, yeah. and other things. Well, and since there is – see, I disagree for um, for this reason, and I'm not a lawyer. But from a liability protocol standpoint, that kind of thing, you can't have in this environment with this thing going on, you can't have one set of rules for the way you decide to let fans in the stadium and another set of rules for the way you decide to let students in the stadium. Right. And don't get me wrong. I I think – you know, my college experience was incredibly enhanced because I was able to go to college football games. I'm not I'm not saying that that's not part of the college experience. What I'm saying is I think you've got donors, you've got contributors, as Fletch said, but but students have not always made the wisest decisions. I mean, my goodness, they're 18 to 22 years old. Yeah. Uh, Boo Shaker on the text line says Florida and Missouri already play each other in the division. The distance argument seems weak to me. Yeah, and and I see the point you're making. The point I was making was like Missouri being on Texas A&M's schedule because it's a shorter distance. And I get the point you're making is, well, who cares about distance if we've already put Missouri in the quote-unquote East Division even though they're way out west of everybody? Again, there's all kinds of hypocritical scheduling stuff that goes on in the SEC. But, yes, Missouri's already playing Florida. They're in the same division. That's stupid. Hey, and look, Boo Shaker, would you be surprised if on Monday we get the reshuffled, rescheduled 10-game schedule for the SEC and Missouri and Florida aren't playing each other? And you go, wait, 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 wait a minute. They're in the same division. They're in the same division, and they're not going to play each other. Why would you all do that? And they tell us we did it because they are so far away that given COVID, it doesn't make a lot of sense to make them one or the other travel to one or the other. Would you be surprised if they did that? I wouldn't necessarily be that surprised. Here's a question for you about the Florida-Georgia schedule. Are they going to play the, the biggest cocktail party in the world in Jacksonville, or is it going to be in Gainesville or Athens? Yeah. Gainesville or Athens. That's a good point. Like, where would it? Well, the location. So, like what the ACC does, hmm. you're only going to play at the school's venue. You're not going to play in a, in a neutral site. Yeah, but that's for the, that's for the non-conference game they're adding right. in the ACC. Yeah, I, I mean, bet all, all your games are, are on campus, right? Well, yeah, except Texas A&M and Arkansas. A&M and Arkansas, you know, play each other neutral site at Jerry's World in Dallas, where the home of the so Cowboys. Will they still do that? See, I doubt it. I bet it goes to one campus or the other. Yeah, I kind of think the same thing with the with the cocktail party game. I do too. Why? I mean, again, why are we going to have two hundred athletes? traveling to go play when we could really eliminate it to just make it be 100 you know what i'm saying boom Boom. you're right on money on hq text the show 885 espn she says students are paying to go to school there 
their parents are donors. <laughs> exactly. That is a good point. They're donors in another way. And don't you forget that the two main sources of revenue for all these schools, number one, tuition, number two, football. HQ says Missouri's too far from everybody. That's another reason they shouldn't be in the SEC. Bingo. <laughs> I love it. Gator Nation. Country please and text line. SEC commissioner needs to be fired. You want to cut down travel? We, we're two hours from Tallahassee. I agree with you, Matt. Get rid of this BS. Locked in opponent every year. It is a farce. Cross division rivals. The fact is there are Four teams in that conference that have rivals in the other division. Auburn versus Georgia, Bama versus Tennessee. And those four schools are the reason the whole league does what it does. Nobody else wants it. Nobody else cares. State doesn't care one rip about playing Kentucky every year. There is no rivalry there. But they sure do have to play them every year. Why? Because of the third Saturday in October. Alabama at Tennessee. That's why you got to do it. It's hogwash. Boomer Sooner says, Matt, Gator Nation is correct. Georgia plays that weak SEC East. Boomer Sooner, of all the people to talk about Georgia and a weak schedule, it doesn't need to be an Oklahoma fan. <laughs> I can rewind the tape, Boomer Sooner. It wasn't too long ago. It's sour grapes. It comes across as sour grapes. <laughs> I was just having a good time with you. I really appreciate you listening and texting. No doubt. Well, they're in the SEC East. Of course their schedule is weak. What do you expect? <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> All right. Rolling along with you here in hour number two coming up in about one minute we're going to have the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days today we're at 36 we've got an sec team looking forward to that one because i like the fight song that's all coming up though but here i got a run through like machine gun through a few texts here on the country pleasing text line y'all text me at 885 espn country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast by the way marcus is right on twitter Marcus uh, tweeted me, I'm Radio Wyatt. You want to see it on Twitter. He said, country pleasing is the sausage goat. <laughs> Greatest of all time. Amen. They are the Michael Jordan of sausage. How about that? Caleb says, problem with students. They'd all be individuals separated from each other by six feet. Families at least can sit together. What's the point in a student going if he can't be social? More people can fit if they come in groups, not individuals. I hadn't thought of that. Like churches. Churches are allowed to have the families come in there and sit together. But if you have a bunch of individuals, you got to spread them out. And there's something to that, no doubt. White Denzel said, I know we heard it yesterday, but I'm officially off for the weekend. But can we hear uh, – you want to hear Neck? Oh, you want to hear I'm so glad. No, I don't have that version. of. I wish I did, Denzel. Uh, but I don't have that version from the uh, JSU Sonic Boom. I'll get it for you for next week. That's what I'll do. I'll get it for next week, their version of that. That's a promise. Let's see here. Unnamed texture. Totally agree with the text about students first, Matt. They have a four-year window as students. Friends, boosters, alumni have the rest of their lives. I have two boys at MSU now, and one is a senior. He says, JB, good grief. Well, look, I mean, I, I, I can see it. They'll get them in there. 
It's just a matter of how many and how far spread out are they. But in terms of like having a, you know, having a, you know, a stadium full of them, I don't know about that. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. Holy cow. Uh, Jason said, also, any fans being allowed to enter the stadiums without a thorough look at their pre-existing conditions is fool's errand. They can be big donors, but they must be relatively healthy. You can't have a bunch of big donors with heart disease at these games. He's right. Last thing we need right there. I, I agree. There's a lot to think about. Boomer Sooner says sarcasm, Matt. I know. I know you were being sarcastic because I saw the emojis. I was just having a little fun with you. Uh, he said, I was making fun of Gator Nation complaining about Georgia's schedule. Wow, the Gators are on that schedule. <laughs> they, it's like the only game on the schedule. Unless Alabama rotates on there, huh? I mean, seriously. How did Georgia fans put up with watching them just beat the brakes off of Nichols State every September? I don't know that that's any different than anybody else, though. Hog Jowl says, I think there will be no neutral site games. Pretty sure it's home and away. No playing at Jerry's house or the world's biggest cocktail party. Also, let's keep in mind, everyone is doing their best to figure this out. We've never had a deal with a pandemic and how it relates to sports. Tough times require hard work and wise decisions. Wise decisions also, Hogjow, many times in something like this, a wise decision is not necessarily a hard-line definitive one. Sometimes in this situation, a wise decision could be a decision that allows you to have a little wiggle room like the season backs up a few weeks in case something else happens. A little more time to figure out practice. Wise decisions. I totally agree. All right. As advertised, it's time. 100 teams in 100 days. Let's it's go. The final 100 teams. 100 days. The Countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. Call him Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. Can help you buy or sell that piece of property with the land 360-degree interactive drone touring. You can view properties without ever setting foot on them. It's really cool. And if you're selling property, it'll help you with that. You know, get you those internet reports, the comprehensive internet reports, traffic reports that show you who's looking and how many times it got viewed, all of that. So call it Matt Anderson, 601 number, 408-5155, 408-5155. Team number 36 from the SEC East. This ain't their fight song, but it's the only song they have that we recognize at the University of Tennessee. Come on. Sing along. Yeehaw! Oh, Rocky Top. Yeah, you know the words. Y'all can picture Peyton Manning standing up over the band right now, can't you? Doesn't get much better than that. So, Caleb challenged me with that earlier on the... one of the live streams, and he's right. It's not technically the Tennessee fight song, but it's the one they play. It sure is. 
It's uh, the one they play the most. I like the version where the students sing. It's like the old, older version, but they sing along in the stadium. Tennessee, eight and five last year. Tremendous improvement in year two under Jeremy Pruitt. Eight and five. They were five and three in the SEC. I don't know, realize if y'all or know if y'all realize they won five SEC games last year. So, no point in going over their schedule other than to tell you who was already on it in the SEC. Obviously, the Eastern Division teams. Tennessee plays Alabama every year in the SEC, right? Permanent cross division, hold the rest of the league hostage because of this one. Third Saturday in October. Here's a question for you. If we reshuffle the league, are Alabama and Tennessee still going to play on the third Saturday in October? Because, and I ask that because, there is a brilliant question on the country pleasing text line right here from Coffee Norman. Coffee Norman with a great question. Matt, I would say regarding reshuffling the schedule, they should put all the entertaining big time matchups in the first four weeks. We might be lucky to see that many. I hope we see all 10 with full rosters, but. Dot, dot, dot. He's exactly right. I've already told you. Go ahead and expect it. There will be games postponed. There will be games canceled. There will be games played where teams don't even have near their best players on the field. Starting quarterbacks will be in quarantine. Linebackers will be in quarantine. Starting left tackles, coaches will be in quarantine. And if you're put reshuffling it, do you move Tennessee and Alabama up? That's a whole heck of a lot bigger t television rating than Alabama Vandy. Uh-huh. They're going to keep it on the third Saturday. The other Western Division team on the schedule this year for Tennessee already was Arkansas, and it was in Fayetteville. And then, of course, uh, you know, the rest of the SEC Eastern Division stuff. I have to, you know, bring this up, too. Caleb, <laughs> whenever we talk about Tennessee, and we got plenty of time to do it, we'll talk about them all day if y'all want to. I've always said the SEC is just more fun when Tennessee is good. Caleb says when he hears uh, Rocky Top, he pictures the Vanderbilt frat boys having the square dance out on the front lawn after they beat Tennessee, and all the Tennessee fans had to drive by them to get off campus. This is audio of that. Y'all, listen, if you don't do anything else today, if you don't do anything else today, do this. Go on YouTube and Google that. Vandy Boys Rocky Top. Go Google it. Because what it <laughs> they beat them in Nashville, and the Tennessee fans had to drive by the fraternity houses to get off campus. So the, the Vandy frat boys got out on the front lawn, had loudspeakers, and had the... Osborne Brothers version of Rocky Top queued up on repeat. So as soon as it ended, they had to wait a couple seconds and it would start again. So the song went in and they were all dancing to Rocky Top. The Vandy students were <laughs> as Tennessee had to drive out of there. The song went in and they paused and you heard them going, what's next? What's next? What's the next song? 
That's the wrong one. What's next? What's next? <laughs> and they all go, oh! <laughs> and it cracks me up. The people that were filming it with their cell phone, JB, are cracking up as they filmed it. <laughs> yeah, just waiting for uh, Jed and Ellie Mae and, yeah, that's and right. uh, everybody to show up. <clears throat> it's, it was a fantastic scene. Oh, Lord. Man, Tennessee, let's say they were they were five and seven in Pruitt's first year in 2018. Four and eight the year before that. He got them back to eight and five last year. Sure did. They had wins over Chattanooga, Mississippi State. Should have never won that game. South Carolina, UAB, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vandy. Just goes to show you that in the Eastern Division, you can get to a bowl and you don't really have to beat anybody. Well, that's kind of the way it has been. All right, that'll wrap it up for hour two. If you're watching the live stream online, I'm going to send you over there to thezone1059.com or check out the iHeartRadio app. I'm going to sit it down for hour three. We'll be right back, me and JB in the studio with you. Stay with us.